Good morning. Thank you very much, special, and uh, also Sir Greg. We're happy in the Lord today. We continue to we're given the opportunity to continue worshiping God. God is really wonderful in our lives. Now, <clears throat> I have to mention a few things. Yeah. Um, last, I guess two weeks ago, my mommy and Sir Boy Taotho came to my office to donate uh, for the campsite. And uh, my mommy had, she had been baptized already. She's a new convert. She's a fruit of Mamjo Azano. But the husband uh, is a member of Baptist Church in Paco, Metro Manila. So, Dili Paco sa Kidapawan, Dili Paco sa Manila. During um, when he was single, no? when he was young, he got saved sa Paco uh, Baptist Church and was baptized there. So, and uh, we talk about the possibility of transferring his membership. A senior naman siya. And uh, <clears throat> so I said, we can do it online. Um, the work has to continue. So I know they are watching now, Mamami and Sir Boy. And uh, also Mam Joe. I just talked to her a while ago. <clears throat> the name of uh, Sir Boy is uh, uh, Hamabar Tautho. Uh, was saved when he was still single, young, and uh, wanting to uh, join our church uh, to become a member so that they, he can also participate in our activities there is a church. So all in favor of receiving um, Sir Boy Tautho <clears throat> into the membership of our church, please say a good hearty Amen. Amen. I'm sure nobody will oppose that, no? And uh, also, we need to pray for Mom Shirley Guevara. She's uh, uh, sick today. And also, we'd like to include uh, Brother Ibrahim Abdul. <coughs> also, he's sick this morning. And uh, as announced already, we need to pray for Sir John for... Sir Jun Batao for his full recovery from his operation, still in the hospital right now. So uh, we're praying for that and some of our brethren who are sick. Now, <clears throat> can you raise a little bit para din ako magsyagit? And uh, we would like to, to congratulate uh, Ma'am Rinalyn Oranza. She's having a wedding tomorrow. Uh, uh, where is she? Uh, there she is. Uh, congrats. Uh, and then after the wedding, tomorrow she will be moving to Cebu, Mandawi, Cebu. So be praying. we're praying for you and uh, for a safe trip and uh, your new place. And we're praying that you will be able to find a, a church in Mandawi. <clears throat> All of God's people say, Amen. Your Bible, please. In the book of First Samuel, chapter 17, 
First Samuel 17, uh, we are reading verse number, First Samuel in your Bible please, <clears throat> verse number 17, we're reading 45 to 47 due to the um, limitation of time, First uh, Samuel chapter 17, verse number 20, 45 to 47. First Samuel 17, verses 45 to 47. Kindly rise as we give reverence to the Word of God, the reading of His Word. First Samuel 17, verses 45 to 47. Follow me through your eyes as we read the Word of God. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with the sword and with the spear, with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. This day will I, will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee, and I will give the carcasses of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts on the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear. For, underline this if you have a pen, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. Heavenly Father, thank you again for the word of God preached this morning. <clears throat> thank you for the privilege of hearing the word of God, especially nowadays. In times of great crisis like this, we need the word of God to sustain us. We need the word of God to provide us strength. Dear Father, I pray that your people, as they hear the word of God today, may be truly blessed, may be truly strengthened. <clears throat> and I pray for those who are not saved, Lord God, that they may today settle the matter of salvation in their souls. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Kindly be seated this morning. I'm speaking a subject entitled, Overcoming our fear by faith. Overcoming our fear by faith. The story of David and Goliath is one of the most famous stories in the Bible. And you really agree on that. One of the famous stories in the Bible. This morning we're going to look at three simple principles from our text how we can conquer our struggles in life, how we can conquer our own giants by faith. First of all, David expressed confidence in the Lord's deliverance as part of my introduction. In verse number 46, we find that. Verse number 46, there David says in verse number, This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand. I will smite thee and take thine head from thee. Can you imagine a young man expressing his confidence in the Lord? And uh, he had confidence in the Lord's 
deliverance. This day the Lord, the Lord delivered thee into mine hand. My dear friend, today, and uh, you may have, you may have come this morning with burdens in your heart, with troubles in your heart. Those who are watching today, I would like to announce to you this morning, the good news is, this day the Lord wants to do something great in your life. Amen? You feel this day, before you came to church, you feel this day uh, as if ang kalibutan bot mo, takop mo, taklub ni mo. And uh, you have fear, you have burden in your heart. Let me, let me make an announcement to you. And you need to listen to this. This day, the Lord wants to do some great things in your life. David says this day, not tomorrow, not next time, but today, he says, the Lord will deliver you into my hand. I thank God for that. Now, we ask this question, where did, he, <clears throat> where did he get such confidence? Well, for one thing he knew, he knew it was the Lord's. He knew it was the Lord's. Look at, uh, uh, for the battle, he says, it's the Lord's. In verse number 47, he says, uh, in verse 47, And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear, but the battle is the Lord. You look at your own battle this morning and claim that promise. The battle is the Lord's. You cannot solve it. And uh, you do not have any wisdom or strength to solve it. But God can solve it this morning. And look at your battle. Put it in the hands of God. And say the battle is the Lord's. Whatever battle you are going through in life. Remember this. The battle is the Lord. And in verse 45, I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defiled. The giant had not defiled David's name. He had defiled the name of Jehovah. So David knew the Lord would defend his name. The issue here, ang laong issue is about God. It's, it's God. It's the honor of God. It's the name of God. There is a vast or big difference between fighting the Lord's battle and letting the Lord fight his battles through you. He had experienced the Lord's deliverance in the past. So one thing, for one thing, he knew he was confident in facing the giant because he had personally experienced the Lord's deliverance in the past. Verses 34 37. See, God's deliverance in the past is always an assurance of his deliverance in the future. You see, I can, I can step out by faith and face my giant, David says. Now, why? In what way? By looking back on what God has done in my life. And I'm confident today because I can look back and and see how the Lord has delivered me. And see how the Lord has blessed me. And, 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 and at present, not only I'm able to look back, but I can face tomorrow because of that. Because of that. You see, Paul said in 2 Corinthians 1, verses number 9 and 10. 
Second Corinthians 1 verses 9 and 10. But we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves but in God who raises the dead. And listen to this. He says, who delivered us. Underline the word delivered. Who delivered us. What does it mean? He was considering the past. Who delivered us from so great a death and that and that deliver in whom we trust that he will yet deliver. We are being delivered. And we can look back. He has delivered us in the past. And will continue to do so. So David, we can look at the purpose of the Lord's deliverance in verse 46 for David. All that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. All this assembly, verse 27, shall know the Lord, save it not with sword and spear, but the battle is the Lord. And he will give you into our hands. He will give you. Look at the method of God's deliverance as far as David is concerned. We learn that, uh, we learn here his methods. They are usually, um, they are usually unconventional armor. Goliath was equipped with conventional armor, helmet of brass, coat of mail, brass ribs on his legs, brass chest protector, he has sword, he has spear, he has shield. David came, he came in with unconventional uh, war equipment. No sword, no spear, no armor, a plate or shield. But all he had was in the name of Jehovah and his sling. God wants to teach us this morning now not to rely on conventional methods. But God has ways and God has resources of which we know nothing at all. He works in ways we cannot see. God works in ways we cannot see. Again, we are going to look at three principles on how we can conquer are giants by faith. Number one, let me show you principle number one. If we are to conquer by faith, remember this, we need to trust God's power. Very simple outline this morning. If we are to conquer the giants we face in life, and maybe you are facing a certain giant in your life today, principle number one, we need to trust God's Power and God's people say amen for that. We need to trust God's power. Just like Goliath was bigger and stronger than anyone in the battle, the Israelites army. The enemy is bigger and stronger than, than we are. He is stronger and bigger than you. But God is bigger. God is stronger than the enemy. So trust God's power. You trust God's power. You trust God's word. And uh, in Numbers 14, we were reminded of the children of Israel. In Numbers 14, verses number 1 to verse number 10, talks about the complaint made, uh, the doubt that they have manifested, they had, they had expressed here in Numbers chapter 14, in your Bible, verse 1. All the congregation lifted up their voice and cried, and the people wept that night. They heard about those giants. They heard how strong they are. Their cities are walled. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses 
and against Aaron. And the whole congregation said unto them, Would God that we had died in, in Egypt? Or, or would God that we had died in this wilderness? But look at verse number, uh, look at verse number 26. Verse number 26. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron saying, How long shall I bear with this evil uh, congregation which murmur against me? I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel, which they murmur against, against me. Sorry. Just do not know how disturbing this thing is today. Um, but we do it. Uh, and uh, really taking your, your attention. And uh, never mind, we'll go here. Verse 26, the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, saying, How long shall I bear with this evil congregation which murmur against me? I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel which they murmur against me. Say unto them, As truly as the Lord, as I live, saith the Lord, ye have spoken in mine ears, so, so will I do it to you. Be careful in what you desire. Sometimes, may pamamatay. Soon, tagaan kag sakit sa gino, di ba kayo sa Lord, tabangin taon ko. They, they wish dead. So how we wish we had been dead in the wilderness, in, in Egypt, back in Egypt. And how we wish we had died here. And so, God says, according to your word, be careful what you say. You may not mean it in your heart, and, but the Lord will do something about it. So we have to be, we have to really be careful. And, uh, and so God says, your, your carcass shall fall. Now, um, verse 30, doubtless you shall not come into the land concerning which I swear to make your dwell therein, save Caleb and, Jep- and, and the son of Jephon and Joshua. All of you will die except these two. And, uh, so, um, um, remember this. Um, then time will not permit us. Joshua and Caleb had challenged the people. Yes, there are giants there, but our God is greater, is bigger than those giants. The Lord will will allow us to to possess the land. You know, um, going back to David. Now, first of all, we need to realize that. Uh, we need to accept the fact that you're not hindered by your, by your weakness. You must not allow your weakness to hinder you. Verse number, going back to our text, verse number 17, verse number 32. Now David said unto Saul, let no, man, let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. He was young, he was untrained. He had no equipment. But let me say you this. In order to conquer our giants, we must trust God's power. We must trust God's power. Amen. And in trusting God's power, let not your let not let now uh, weakness let not your weakness hinder you. And uh, we find that God Himself, look at this, encouraged David in verse number. 28 to 39. This is, uh, there are so many verses here. 28 to 39, we find that God himself was the one who encouraged David. 
And now step out by faith, by the grace of God. Verse 28, then, then as he expressed a desire to fight, Eliab, his eldest brother, heard, uh, heard when he spake unto men and uh, unto the men. And Eliab's anger was kindled against David. And he said, why camest thou down hither? And, and uh, with whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know thy pride and naughtiness of thine heart. For thou art come down that thou mightiest, the mightiest see the battle. As soon as David expressed his, his desire to fight against the giant, somebody hindered him. Somebody saw his weakness. Somebody saw his, his limitation. But God himself encouraged David. Now, whenever you step out by faith to fight the enemy, there's always somebody around you to discourage you. Number one, it could be someone close in the family. When you decide to serve the Lord, see David's eldest brother, Eliab, became angry when he heard that David was, was, was uh, 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 inquiring about Saul's offer. Now, and he ridiculed him for that. Verse 28 to 30, please. Verse number 28 to 30. Eliab, the eldest brother, verse 29. And David said, what have I done? What have I now done? Is there not a cause? And he turned from him toward another and spake after the same manner. And the people answered him again the former manner. He said, who are you by the way to fight? Look, Naamidri Sundalo for 40 days have been, have been mocked by that great uh, champion. And he has been defying us, mocking us, and uh, making fun of us. Who are you, by the way? Kinsamalanka. And coming among uh, strong soldiers have been afraid of him. And uh, so we're soldiers and all you are is a shepherd, a shepherd boy. And you came to see the battle. Go home. And Eliab just go home and take care of your little flock. And leave us. Leave, leave the fighting to us. You have no business here. I remember what Micah 7 verse number 6 says. A man's enemies are the men of his own house. Jesus explained it in Matthew 10 verse number 36. In Matthew chapter 10. And verse number 36. Matthew 10. I need your prayer. I do believe the devil is working. And uh, I, I, I feel right now the devil is working. Because of this. And it's really bothering. And I know the devil is working. I need your prayer. I, I, must, I must accept that, that, that fact. And... Uh, Please pray for me. Pray for the service. The devil is doing all its best to hinder us. Matthew 10, 37, 38, please, in your Bible. Matthew 10, 36, 37. And a man's foe shall be, Jesus said, they of his own household. And I remember an engineer who surrendered to full-time service. Two of them were engineers. Yes, a brother, unsaved brother, 
also an engineer. Abi nung mogi kitisay sa mayo, sa brad magpastor pastor ka, balubaka nga wakay makaon diha, wakay kwarta ministry, and uh, naakay position diri sa Saudi at that time. Nga perting kuyawan niya magposisyon. You are leaving all of this and uh, set aside all of this opportunity to become a pastor. And said, imong biyaan tanan eh. Said, tama man po niya magisulti, brad. Because I, I, I serve the Lord. Pero duha lang, ang diferensya natin duha. Kung mamatay ko, muanto ko sa kong bahandi. Kung mamatay ka, biyaan niyo, imong bahandi. <coughs> serve the Lord. Now, when you make a serious decision for the Lord, remember this, usahay ang kritisismo magikan sa itong kasariling pamilya. And they would criticize us. Look at this. Eliab was the first one to criticize. A man's enemies are the men of his own house. And Jesus explained it in Matthew 10, 36-37. Matthew 10, 36. A man's foes shall be they of his own household. And he that loveth his father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. He that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. When you serve the Lord, I remember David Livingstone when he surrendered in full-time service. And bag ulang siya, naging professional, gikatawan siya sa masilingan. Because he chose to serve the Lord. And uh, Family members could disagree and uh, with the decision that you make in serving the Lord. Now this promise was true in David's life, what Jesus said. It is also in, true in the life of Joseph, whose brothers hated him, lied about him, and sold him for a slave. Moses was criticized by his own brother and sister in Numbers chapter 12. And our Lord's earthly family, while well, he was here on earth, his own family, earthly family, um, at one time they, they misunderstood him and, and opposed his ministry. Mark 3, verse 31 35, John 7, verses 1 to 10. But David didn't allow Eliab's harsh words to discourage him. Listen to this. Who are you, by the way, in serving the Lord? David didn't allow Eliab's harsh words to discourage him, for he knew that God could help him defeat the giant. But King Saul, King Saul wasn't any more help, either in what he said and what he advised. Look at this in verse number 33, going back to our text. Listen to King, listen to King Saul in verse number 33. And Saul said to David, Thou art not thou art not able to go against the Philistines to fight with him, for thou art but a youth, and, and he a man of war from his youth. Including King Saul. Including the, the king Saul. Saul was echoing the actual the report of the ten unbelieving spies who saw the giants in Canaan. And decided it was impossible to enter the land. He said, and the spices, the ten spices, said, well, we cannot possess it. We look just like grasshoppers in their sight. We will die. They are giants. When we walk by sight, we calculate everything from the human perspective. 
And this always leads to discouragement. But when we walk by faith, God comes into the picture and that changes the result. David had experienced the power of God in his life. You see, if we are to conquer our enemies, we need to trust God's power in our lives. Amen. He had experienced God's power in his life and he knew that the Lord could could turn weakness into power. So while caring for the ship, David had killed the lion and the bear. And he knew that the Lord could deliver him out of the hand of Goliath. David's encouragement came from God. Let me say it again. David's encouragement came from God. And this is one of the secrets of his life. In 1 Samuel 30 verse number 6. 1 Samuel 30 verse 6. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. In the Lord his God. In spite of criticism and in spite of discouraging counsel and bad advice. David trusted the Lord's hand. He trusted the Lord his God and God rewarded his faith. When you face the giant in trusting the Lord, remember this, you're not hindered by your weakness. Number two, you're reminded instead of God's faithfulness in the past. In verse number 34, look at this. When he volunteered, he came to, he was brought before King Saul. David said to Saul, verse 32, Verse number 34, David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear, and, and took a lamb out of the flock. I went out after him, and, and smote him. Can you imagine? He said, Sir, so you cannot, you cannot uh, fight against that man. He's a strong man. You're but just a, a youth. He's a, a young boy, but probably 17 years of age. Dili ka pwede perti pa ni training And uh, before he was he was he was cautious in 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 uh, talking to the king because he knew he was the king. pero let me tell you something. One time na leon ngami mi kawat sa Akong karnero, akong gunitan diri sir, lamba-lamba na ko siya, patay gid siya. And uh, there was also a bear, kilang duha nang amatay tanan. You know, we can only face, be strong today and face tomorrow. If we, if we remind ourselves of the past dealings of God with us. I hope that you can recall how God has done of great things in your life through prayer. Victories God has provided in the past. David wasn't hindered by his weakness because he's in constant, he is constantly reminded of God's faithfulness. To the enabling grace of God, he defeated the lion and the bear, and he knew, he knew, and he knew it was God Himself that did the job. It was not me, but God allowed me. God will do the same thing with this giant who has defiled the armies of the living God. Look at verse number 37. You know the logic of David here in verse 37, 36, 37, please, in your Bible. 
It, it says, Thy servants slew the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be one of them, seeing he hath defiled the armies of the living God. This is the, this is the, the principle, the logic that David had in his mind. Now it is a statement actually of faith in the present on God's faithfulness in the, in the past. Yes, I'm, I'm willing, I will be able to face this man because I can look back. The Lord who delivered, who delivered me in the past will deliver me here, right now. And in the present situation. Now he delivers me right now by looking back by faith. David uh, is able to look forward in faith as well. Now let me show you what Paul really felt about that. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Look at verse chapter 1 verse number 3. 2 Corinthians 1 and verse number 3. Blessed be the God even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. Who comforted us in all our tribulation. That we may be able to comfort them. And uh, verse number 8. For we would not brethren have you ignorant of our trouble which came to us in Asia. That we were, we were pressed out of measure, above strength, in so much that we despaired even of life. But we had the sentence of death in ourselves. That we should not trust in ourselves, but in God which raised the dead. Verse 10. Who delivered us. <clears throat> underline the word delivered. Who delivered us from the so great death. And that at present. And that deliver in whom. In the future, we trust that He will yet deliver us. Past, present, and future. You're not hindered by your weakness. Number two, you're reminded instead of God's faithfulness. God is faithful. And uh, part of trusting God's power in the present is remembering God's faithfulness in the past. When the Israelites were getting ready to enter the promised land. What did Moses tell them? Moses was out of the issue. Almost going to be out of the issue. He was dying. And so the younger generation were to possess the land. Under the leadership of Joshua. What did he tell them? When they were about to possess the land. Facing a higher level of challenges in life. In Deuteronomy 7, verse number 17. Open your Bible, please, there. Deuteronomy 7, verse number 17, and verse number 18. Verse 17, 18. If thou shalt say in thine heart, These nations are more than I, how can I dispose them? How can I dispossess them? Thou shalt not be afraid of them. But thou shalt, but shalt, well, what's the next word, class? <clears throat> and, but shalt, well, remember. Remember the Lord thy God did what the Lord thy God did to Pharaoh in all Egypt. Yes, you are facing, you are facing another challenge in life. You're going to possess the land. You'll be, the fighting will continue. 
But when, when, when you come to a point in life that you, re- you, you would say, di nakukaya ni because they are a great nation. They are, they are, they are prepared. You know what, what Moses instructed them, tell, told them to do? He said, all you have to do is to remember what God did in the past. How the Lord led you to the Red Sea. How the Lord led you to cross Jordan. How the Lord has provided for you. Do not forget. Do not forget. If thou shalt say in thine heart, these nations are more than I, bigger than I, powerful than I, how can I dispossess them? Thou shalt not be afraid of them, but shall remember. Remember. Principle number one. Remember this. If we are to, if we are to conquer our, our giants, our enemies, principle number one, we need to trust in God's power. Number two, principle number two, if we are to conquer by faith, we need to use God's weapons. Verse 38 to 50. Use God's weapon. In 2 Corinthians 10, look at verse number 3 and verse number 4. 2 Corinthians 10, verse number 3 and verse 4. For though we walk in the faith, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So remember this, do not use the weapon of this world. Do not use the weapon. Say, hey, ingoni King Saul said, darikadong. Kuhaan akong helmet, kuhaan akong coat of iron, and uh, uh, bulletproof, ang akong sapatos, ang imong combat shoes, and then you can have my sword. And so, yung ipasulod niya kang David, um, said then, start walking David. And then, si David nagkainganin, katumba-tumba, said, I have not proven it, I have not tried this before. And I had not learned this. I had not practiced of this. And so I, I'll just be contented of acting uh, the, 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 the David that I am. I'll just go there, step out by, by claiming uh, the, uh, that, that just simply means um, I'll just act kung kinsako. I don't have to act like somebody who I am not. All I have to do is to step out by faith and with whatever God has given me, I can step out there. I don't need to envy the wisdom of the world. I don't need to envy the, 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 the ways of the world, the thinking of the world. All I have is to believe God. Step out by faith and God will do the rest. I cannot go with this for I have not proved them. Friend, do you, not, you do not have to envy the ways of the world. We fight our battles through prayer. Amen. We fight our battles by faith. We simply step out, obey God. We fight our battles through the word of God. And God's people say amen. Remember this, God will enable us. Whatever we do for God, God will enable us. James Hudson Taylor said, the founder of the China Inland Mission said, all God's giants have been weak men who did great things for God because they reckoned on his being with them. If God be for us, who can be 
against us. And you know, chapter 17, verses 40 to 47, we find it was the Lord's victory. In these verses, we find that David did what he did for the glory of God. David came to the contest in the name of the Lord, the God of the armies of Israel, and he wanted Goliath, the Philistine army, and all the earth to know that there is a true God, that the true God and living God was Israel's God in verse number 46. My purpose is to let you know, Goliath had ridiculed Israel's God. He had blasphemed his name, but David was about to set the record straight for everybody. Not only for the Philistines, not only for Goliath, but also for the assembly, the entire assembly, the children of Israel. David saw this as a contest between the true God of Israel and the false gods of the Philistines. God wants us to use, you know, he, he, God wants to use his people. God wants to use his people to magnify his name to all the nations of the earth. The purpose was, was involved, no, no, it was this purpose involved the, the call of God. To Abraham. In Genesis 12 verses 1 to 3. God's choice of the people of Israel. And one of the purpose for Israel. Sojourn in the Egypt. And the judgment God sent against Pharaoh. Was to the, proclaim, the proclaiming of God's name. And the glory of all the earth. The glory of all the earth. The parting of the Red Sea for example. To let Israel out of Egypt and, uh, and the opening of the Jordan River, it was all made purposely to let them know, to let them know that God was the true God. God was the true God. And even the building of the temple was a witness of, uh, it, it was a witness to the Gentiles of Israel's God so that they might know him and fear him. 1 Kings 8, verse 42, 43. Now, what the Lord did through David here would be recorded. It would be told around the, the world and bring great honor to the name of the Lord. You see, Muskie unbelievers, they are aware of David and Goliath. David and Goliath. Even in the unsaved nations, they are aware. They do not know the Bible as a whole, but they can... They can tell about David and Goliath. What, what was the God's purpose for that? To echo his name. To give him honor throughout the world. See the very weapon that David used is a sling. It was a shepherd's weapon. And yet God used it. To defeat the giant and the Philistine army. When Goliath saw the young boy coming with a sling in one hand, now say stop on the other hand, you know, he laughed at him saying, look at this in verse 43, am I a dog, he says, chapter 17, verse number, let us look at verse, let us read here in verse number 42, verse 42, please, it says, and and when the Philistines looked about, saw David, this day, he disdained him. For he was but a youth and ruddy, of a fair countenance. And the Philistines said unto David, 
Am I a dog that thou comest to me with staves and the Philistines curse David, curse David by his gods? You're bringing a stick. But David announced that his real power was in the name. I'm not trusting on my, my, my I'm not trusting on this sling of mine, but my trust is in the power of the name of the Lord of hosts. The name that Goliath and the Philistines had insulted. David wanted the whole assembly, Israel, and, uh, 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 and the Philistines to know that the Lord, the Lord doesn't need swords. He doesn't need spears. But he can deliver his people in his own way through humblest means. Through the humblest means. It results in David's victory, not only the Lord's victory, but David's victory. When you fight the Lord's battle, you win for the Lord. You fight for the Lord. The result will be victory for God and victory for you. Verse 48, 51, the Lord uses means to accomplish his purpose. And David was the prepared servant for that occasion. The Spirit of God lived in David's body and would enable him to win the battle. God guided the stone. And you know what? And when he threw it, the first stone, God guided the stone and it landed here. And it struck into, it, it sunk into the giant's forehead and he fell on his face. David stood over the fallen giant. What did he do? He took the sword of the giant and cut off his head. An act that, that, that uh, not only guaranteed the, uh, the victim's death, but also humiliated him and his army and announced total victory. Years later, David would write. In Psalm 18, verse number 32, it is God that girded me with strength and maketh my way perfect. Psalm 18, 34, he teaches my, my hand to war so that a bow of steel is broken by mine arms. Principle number one, we need to trust God's power. Principle number two, we need to use God's weapon. God's weapon. My friends, step out there by faith. Step out there believing God's word. Step out there through prayer. Principle number three, if we are to conquer by faith, we must rest in God's victory. Verses 51 to 54. God is the one who wins the victory and we can rest in his victory for us. Remember this. Moses said to the children of Israel when they were being pursued by the Egyptians, Moses announced to the children of Israel, do not fear, but instead stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Stand still how the Lord will defeat Pharaoh and drown Pharaoh in the Red Sea. They all died in the Red Sea. Rest on God's promise. See God what can do. If God be for us, who can be against us? Romans chapter 8, 
verse number 33. You see, verse 51, 54, we always need to remember this. Faith is the victory. My friend, I don't know exactly about the kind of battle you're fighting at present. We all fight against this pandemic. Coronavirus, we had never seen this before. This is something unique. This is something very dangerous we are facing. But we can face it still by the grace of God. I don't know about what kind of battle you are facing and fighting at present. The life of David would remind us that God knows exactly the kind of struggle we are facing by faith. The Lord will fight our battles and give us victory the victory that we need. There are enemies we face. And they are strong. They are too powerful for us. But there are no enemies too strong. There are no enemies too powerful for God to defeat. Surrender your battle to God. Ask Him to defeat your enemies. He will give you the victory you need by faith. Remember, our weapon consists of faith. Our weapon is called prayer. Our weapon is called the word of God. Our weapon is called obedience. Obey God and never forget. Never forget God is greater than your giants. And all of God's people say amen. God is greater than your giants. And that God is working in your life. In Philippians 2 verse 13. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. It is God which worketh in you. Do you, do, you, do you see him working now? You know what he says? I am going to do wonderful things in your life today. Do not wait until tomorrow. It happened today. It must happen today. This day, David says, the Lord. Not me, but the Lord. What kind of a problem are you going through? Whatever it is, remember this today. Now, Ephesians 3, verse number 20. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. Number two. Number one, God is greater than your giants. Number two, the God who worked then will work now. Malachi 3 verse 10, I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, you sons of Jacob are not consumed. Number three, you don't need new methods to defeat your giants. Use the old proven, old and proven weapons. Remember to defeat, uh, to conquer our giants. You need prayer. You need faith. You need the word of God. And this will do the job. And I, I remember, I remember um, what happened there. Where we recall verse, chapter 17, verse 4, chapter 17, verse 8 to 9, verse 10, verse 11, verse 16. Every morning, the giant would come out. Morning and evening for 40 days. He would come out for 40 days. This great giant appeared before the armies of Israel and he mocked them. He cursed their, them in the, in the name of his God. He challenged them to send someone to fight him. 
Remember he did this morning and evening for 40 days. Count it 40 days. And every day Saul and the army of Israel trembled in their, ar- in their armor and were afraid to go to fight. Nobody, nobody wants to go out and fight. To face the challenge. Give me a man, he says. Day one, day two, day three, the name of God was so humiliated. I remember Paul and he was at Athens. His heart, his, he was so, the spirit was, was so overwhelmed when he saw the entire city given to idolatry. Where is the honor of God now? The reputation of God is, 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 is so humiliated in this. In all of this, Paul says. He felt a godly jealousy over, over the ungodly prospering. For 40 days, they, their hearts melted. For 40 days, nobody, nobody, come, nobody, no, nobody from among the, the armies of Israel would be willing to come out and face the giant. And it must look like the Philistine would win this battle. Those Philistine armies would win that battle. Thank God, the Lord always has his man. The Lord always has his man, that means you. Do not totally yield to the fear of coronavirus. Do not totally yield. God is looking for people strong enough to believe in prayer. To believe in God's miracles. To believe in the word of God. To believe in the word of God. David came and saw and heard all the words. I can imagine for his brothers, three brothers in the army. Sir Jesse told him to bring some food to the, to the elder brothers in the war. And all of a sudden, he noticed nga kalit mang nanonood silang tulda mga armies of Israel. And by and by, he was seeing a man nine plus feet high with all of his spear and his shield with his armor. And he was, he was challenging not only the, the armies, but the God of the armies of Israel. By faith, David was determined to face him all his mockings, all his cursings, and and in the mind of David, as a young man, he said, "Now this has got to be stopped. You are you are insulting the name of my God. You are humiliating the honor of my God. I cannot I cannot allow this to continue even a day more. It has to be stopped right here." But how can it be stopped? No one is willing to go out and fight him. And accept the challenge. If nobody wants to go, I'll be the one, the song says this morning. I'll step out by faith. And David took his sling, put his bag here. And David, I like that. He took five smooth Stones. Why five? And uh, 
And is it not an expression of lack of faith? Basi primero na kung birak ang gulayat, maigo sa tiil, katawan lang ko sa... No? Goliath, later on, you'll find that he has four sons. So he prepared it, each of them. But I just thought of it this morning. First stone he picked up, he called it faith. And that was the very stone that sunk in the forehead of Goliath. You know, he needed four more. He needed another four. And uh, you know what you call the second stone? Five smooth stones. First is, is faith. Second stone is peace. Call it peace. Third stone is the divine presence of God. I call number one, stone called faith. Stone called peace. Stone called presence, the presence of the Lord. Number four, you have the stone called promise. And then number number five, the stone called power. When we fight by faith, we need the presence of the Lord. Remember that. We need peace. We need the, the promise of God's word. We need power. All combined, you win the battle. You win the battle. When you have peace, you can you can you can conquer. When you are you are filled and thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind stayed on thee whose mind stayed on thee step out by faith believe God surrender all your fears to God surrender all your questions to God pick up that first stone put them in your bag and later on put them in your sling throw it let it sink into the head, the forehead of the giant. But you also have another stone. Four other stones. You have peace. You have God's presence. You have God's power. You have God's promise. That's the only way we can face the battle at present. That's the only way we can defeat coronavirus. We need faith. We need peace. We need God's presence. We need God's power. We need God's promise. And all of God's people say amen. If you had never received Christ as your Lord and Savior, come please and be saved. Would you please stand this time? How many of us, like David of old, would simply... Believe God, allowing us to conquer our fear, conquer our giants by faith, by the grace of God, by the peace of God, by the word of God. If you're here, you have some needs. As wing I, I need to defeat some giants troubling me right now in my life. There are giants that are trying to bring trouble and pain in my life. And like David of old, I am determined by the grace of God to step out by faith. Believe God. Believe in His presence. Believe in His peace. Believe in His promise. Believe in His power. 
as eyes are closed and heads are bowed, would you slowly slip your hand high so that I can include you in prayer? Amen. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. How many of you are not yet saved? You are not sure if death comes. If oh, the Lord may, if, if, if he comes, you're not sure that heaven will be your home. You need to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Heavenly Father, thank you for the word of God today. Thank you for allowing us to finish the service. And Lord, continually, Father, help us to step out by faith. Help us, Lord, to put peace, your peace. Ask the Father, beg thee to put your peace, your promise, your power, your presence in our lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And we're going to sing an invitation song. One, one verse, just one verse remark. And if you decide to just, just you just want to pray to God, um, you can do it during the invitation. And, it, and in your home today, if you had never received Christ, please open your heart. Christians, if you're with, with someone who's not yet saved, please take the Bible and show them John 3.16 and, and lead them to, to, to pray the sinner's prayer. Lead them to accept Jesus. You that are watching us in your homes, in your cell phones, in your TV monitor, whatever, you are a child of God. You are a child of God. I received a message this morning and telling me just continually overwhelmed. She's overwhelmed with the situation now. When will this end? Many people were hoping that this pandemic would end at December. Would end in December. But look, it looks like as if it's just beginning to pick, you know, go up. Getting stronger, getting more dangerous all the time. Leave everything in the hands of God by faith. You can defeat your doubt, you can defeat your sorrow, you can defeat your questions. By simply putting everything in the hands of God by faith. Let him do the impossible. Let us sing verse 1. Sir Mark, verse 1. Come on now. Sing only trust him. If you desire to pray, just sit down and pray. Where you are. Bring your needs to God. Present their needs to God. Sir Greg, please. haven't made a decision to accept Christ, now is the time. Today is your salvation day. Accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. And if you have done that, God made a promise that He will give you power to become the sons of God and be part of the Great Commission. Many people are still in the dark. How can they hear without a preacher? 
How can the priests accept the descent? How beautiful are the feet of them that bring glad, glad tidings of good things. And all the people say, Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor. What a great message to all of us today. It's worth it to be in the house of God. It's worth it to join the live streaming. And we need to be thankful to God. Okay? He has fed us physically and He has fed us spiritually. Thanks, God. Let's close our eyes, bow down our heads, and let's pray. Heavenly Father and loving God, once again, we lift up your name for your faithfulness, giving us lessons learned today and reminding us of the Word of God. Thank you, Lord, for uh, being our God who we can trust because you are a God who is very powerful. Lord, we have weaknesses. We have limitations just like the young David of old. Help us to be able to overcome our weaknesses. Help us to trust you always. Help us, Lord, to fill the gap and uh, provide us with victory. Help us not to lower our guards so that the darts of the devil will not come unto us and that at the end of the day we will not sin against you. Help us, dear Father, that uh, no one can hinder us, not even the members of our family, to serve you. Help us to uh, be encouraged if you are down uh, through the Word of God and help us to encourage others who are down as well for them to be able to continue and continue to remind us, Lord, because you are a faithful God. Uh, sometimes we tend to forget the things that you have told us to do. Help us, Lord, to be able to use God's weapon and uh, not the worldly weapon, their Father. And we can defeat our giants through prayer, faith, word of God, which is the sword of God. Thank you for all these things, dear Father. As we do not know that the days will come, or maybe some of us facing giants in their lives. Lord, thank you for these reminders. Give us a humble and teachable heart so that we will be able to apply all these things in our lives, especially now that it's pandemic. But Lord, we know that you are a God whose mercy endureth forever. Have mercy upon your people, Lord. There may be somebody in our midst who are not yet saved. I pray, O oh God, that they will be convicted by the preaching of God's word. We commit them into your hand, dear Father. As we are about to go, thank you for loving us. Thank you for saving our souls, despite that we are unworthy. Thank you for all the things that you have done in our lives in spite that we are sinners in your eyes. We love you, O God, because you first love us even before the foundation of the world. And all this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.